Welcome once again to Precept on Spirit Brood Podcast. I'm Reverend Dr. Tim Lelua Liu, and it's my pleasure to come your way one more time this morning. Uh, we're still on Matthew chapter 1, verse 5. God has been gracious to us in releasing to us, you know, insights and understanding and teaching us different concepts from uh, the word of truth. It is indeed line upon line, precept upon precept. Uh, Matthew chapter 1 verse 5 says, Salmon begat Boaz of Rehab, Boaz begat Obed of Ruth, and Obed begat Jesse. So today, we will talk about Jesse. Uh, when you look at the man Jesse, he looks like a regular Jew in the Bible, you know. Jesse, the father of David. Many of us, you know, we have this idea that what makes Jesse popular, or what makes Jesse important, was the fact that he was David's dad. Nothing special about this guy. It's just David's dad. David was the guy. Jesse was just a privileged father. He was the one privileged to be the father of the king, the good boy that God chose, the shepherd and all of that. You see, but I studied the scripture and I found a verse of scripture that changed my mind. Isaiah chapter 11 from verse 1 to 2 says, There shall come forth a road out of the stem of Jesse and a branch shall go shall grow out of his roots and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him the spirit of wisdom and of understanding the spirit of counsel and of might the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord this was a prophecy about the coming of Jesus Christ and it was clearly called the rod out of the stem of Jesse verse 10 calls him the root of Jesse and that is one of the names, one of the titles of Jesus Christ. And it occurred to me that uh, there were only few men in the Bible by whose name Jesus was called, really. All Jews were called sons of Abraham. But Jesus specifically was called the root of Jesse. In fact, it was only in the New Testament that they began to call him the son of David. But prophetically, the prophet spoke and called his name Root of Jesse. It meant Jesse was an important man as far as God's uh, 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 rating is concerned. And I tell you, there are many unsung heroes on this earth. Many people who are doing and who have done exploits that we humans may not rate. And that is why, let me tell you, don't ever get your approval from men. Don't get your rating from how much men approve you. Let God be your primary source of approval. Jesse was one such man. Was one such man. And when we read 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 1, the first encounter of the prophet with David, where David was first anointed king, for Samuel 61, the Lord said unto Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I will send you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. I will send you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. You see, the real deal was God sent Samuel to Jesse 
to anoint a king among his sons. God didn't go to look for David in the house of Jesse. God sought for a king in the house of Jesse and found David. So let me repeat that again. God didn't look for David. He didn't go to look for David in the house of Jesse. No. He was looking for a king in the house of Jesse and he found David. That's why I say, I have found David, my servant. He found him. Remember, there is a precedence to this story. Saul was also appointed, anointed king by the same Samuel. And in that case, God brought Samuel to the prophet. Remember his story? Samuel lost a donkey, was looking for his donkey, and then they decided to consult the prophet. So, the same could have happened in the case of David. God could have done the same thing, found a way. And, and meanwhile, remember when God sent Samuel to the house of Jesse to anoint a king. Samuel was afraid. He said, if Saul hears it, he will kill me. So God said, you know what? Tell them you're going there for a sacrifice. So this whole arrangement had to be in secrecy. I mean, what was the best arrangement if 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 you want everything to be in secret god would have sent him straight to the wilderness to go and meet david in the bush at least nobody would know but david was not the primary target jesse was the target it had to be one of the sons of jesse go to the house of jesse go to the house of jesse i will send you to jesse I will send you to Jesse. And remember when the children of, of, of Jesse began to come one by one, starting with Eliab, then Abinadab, then Shammah. The prophet said, Oh, behold, the Lord's anointed is before him. And God said, No, this is not the one. Because I have refused him. It's not that I didn't consider him. I refused him. The next one, I refused him. I refused him until the seventh one, I refused him. So it meant that God considered every son of Jesse from the first. Again, it didn't have to be David, but it had to be a son of Jesse. Can God insist on you, beloved? That's the question I want to ask you today. Can God insist on you? What is it that can drive God to your house? What is it that can, that can move God to drive men to your house? What value do you bring to the table? We may not have an account or an x-ray of the life of Jesse, but this man had something he brought to the table. He had something important. He meant something to God. He could not be overlooked. When God sought for a king, he said the best place to get one is in the house of Jesse. So prophet, go to Jesse, you'll find the king in his house. What is it that can drive? What, what is that thing? What value are you bringing to the table? Kingdom value now, I'm saying. We don't know. We don't know what it is. But definitely, Jesse was different in his generation. And God reckoned with him. God had to send the prophet to knock on his door. How well, we, we can find a few things about Jesse that can point us in the direction. 
Remember that Jesse made all of his children available at the battlefield. Because just the next chapter after that, first summer, chapter 17, when Goliath the Philistine was threatening Israel, Bible said that Jesse sent his son, David, to go and visit his three brothers on the battlefield. So he made his sons available for battle. And when you make your sons available for battle, it means that they can die on the battlefield. But he didn't care. He didn't care. He made them available. This is, this is the Lord's battle. Go. Release them to the battlefield. Not only that. He sent David to go and greet them on the battlefield. To go and give them food and different things on the battlefield. What if the battlefield was hot and David entered into that? He didn't care. This was the battle. Someone that can make his sons available like that. Someone that can make his sons available like that. Not long after that. We saw again that Saul was tormented by an evil spirit. And he requested for David from his father. The father did not hesitate. He sent his son to the palace. To the point where David was practically living in the palace of Saul. This man that can make his own sons available upon request at once with no question. What would it be that I cannot make available for God? The man was a great asset to the kingdom. He was a great asset to God. The question I want to ask you is this. Can you be reckoned as a man like Jesse in your own generation? Can God bank on you that if he comes to your house, he will find what he is looking for? That if it is in your care, it will be available for the kingdom. That house you built, that car you bought, that position you have, the influence that you command. That without without blinking, without 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 flinching, you can make it available for the kingdom upon request. I tell you, men like Jesse are very rare. Men like Jesse are very, 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 very rare. But just like in that generation, even in our generation, God is looking for men after the order of Jesse. Men on whose door God can knock. Men that God finds value in their house. Men that love God genuinely with the whole of their heart. Men that prioritize God above all else. You see, a lot of believers 
claim to love the Lord, but in practice, they love other things more than the Lord. They love their business more than the Lord. They love their personal space more than the Lord. They love their money more than the Lord. They love their jobs more than the Lord. They love their children more than the Lord. They love their spouse more than the Lord. You cannot serve two masters. Either you love, you, you cannot serve God and mammon. Is that you love one and hate the other, or you hate one and love the other? You've got to choose one. You've got to choose one. So let me ask you today, and let me charge you with this question. Will God find value when he comes to your house? Can God insist on you because of the great value you bring to the table? God is asking, like Jesus asked Peter, say, Peter, love ye me more than these? Do you love God more than all else? Can you, can you, if you, if you claim to have surrendered to Jesus, can you truly surrender everything and make them available for the use of God? That is the challenge I bring to you today. And let it be in your consciousness as you go through your day and from today henceforth. If God could insist on Jesse, can God insist on me? Can God count on me? Can God place demands on my life? Place demands on my time. Place demands on my talent. Place demands on my money. Place demands on the resources and I will make them available. Can God place demands on my children? And I will make them available without arguing, without trying to bargain. May the Lord find you faithful in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord find you faithful And may you be one such man in this generation that God will insist on in the name of Jesus. I commend you to God and I call you blessed. And I come your way one more time tomorrow. Do you know that Reverend Dr. Temilolu Aliu is a certified life coach and you can have a free coaching session with him? Visit ordaincoach.com right away to learn more about him and this rare opportunity. Are you led to be a financial partner of our ministry or to support what God is doing through our ministry and this podcast? You can give online by visiting bit.ly forward slash give to precept today. We hope you were blessed by today's podcast. We encourage you to live by the truth of your heart today and share the link with your friends and family. Don't forget to click the notification bell so that you won't miss any episode. The Lord bless you richly. Amen.